Okay, hey, welcome everyone to today's episode of Placate Reality. It's going to be a special presidential election edition. So get stoked. Stay tuned. Happy hunting. Not really, don't hunt. Bad. give a quick explanation of why we've been on a bit of a hiatus. Um, Zach had to do some community service work, Adam was doing some retail work for Zoomies, and Ashton, he just stopped responding to our texts. <laughs> so that's how it went, but we're back now and we're going to make it up to you guys. I'd like to start today with mentioning a meme about iCarly that I saw on Twitter that I thought was absolutely cool. Well, no, okay. Unless my, you do, and you no, have my, been holding out on this. No, my, <laughs> my girlfriend, Lauren, consistently shows me things I will think are funny. So what <laughs> the mean is it sets up, and it shows a picture of Jerry Trainer, who is Spencer on iCarly, and it says something to the means of, uh, Jerry Trainer has sustained serious back issues after carrying iCarly for 10 seasons. And then it just has a picture of Spencer from iCarly. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I thought it was hilarious. There we go. Yeah, I saw that, that is a good one. Daily good. meme. That is good. Quality content. Okay. I thought so, you were, oh, I will say, I thought you were going to mention the one with, uh, is it Gibby, like, standing there and Spencer's running in and, like, hold, like about to smack him with a stop sign. And then you can put, like, anything in the front. Be like, you know, Donald Trump 2020. And then you see, Sp you know, he's running in the back with a stop sign about to smack him. That's, that's also a good one. But. You know, Miranda Crosgrove really got overshadowed by a lot of the key players in that show. And that's something I'm not going to forget. True. Quick, that's a good point. You know, quick shout out to you, Jerry Trainer. Okay. <laughs> Hope your back's doing well. Hope your back's doing well after carrying iCarly. Longtime fan of the show. Thanks, Jerry. Okay. So what I really want to talk about today was just the presidential um, candidates that have announced that they're running, specifically from the Democratic side of things, right? Because as we know, Donald Trump is the incumbent Republican president. As such, he will um, definitely get the Republican nomination. So I had our hosts all take a quick test to show them which individual they closely allied with as far as views go. Mine wasn't that quick. It actually took me like 30 minutes because I had to reread the stuff. And <laughs> Zach hasn't thought a lot of the stuff out, so he really had to do some soul searching I didn't before even know answering. Elections were coming up. Yeah. So anyway, I would like everyone to just share the first one or two people on their list with the highest percentage that matched their views. So Ashton, we'll start with you. Well, we watched a video on how to pronounce her name before this, <laughs> and I already forgot. Amy Klobuchar? Klobuchar? Yeah, sounds fair. Amy Klobuchar. You know who you are. You know. You know. <laughs> hey, you know. You know. Is tied. Is tied with Andrew Yang with a ninety-one percent match. For me, um, I imagine the reason why Amy's up there under her it says uh, environmental environmentalism, which I reported. I said high priority, you know, for the environment, not you know against the environment, because some people do, <coughs> do seem to vote like that. And then Andrew Yang, vision, creativity, democracy. I mean, what else? What else needs to be said? It sounds like Obama, back when he was fresh. There we go. 
Okay, and then you've got Cory Booker, Beto O'Rourke bringing up the end. Yes. Right? So it looks like you matched more closely with some of the, the smaller fish in the pond. True. True. That is accurate. I would say out of the big ones, I mean, who, who is the biggest? Like Bernie Sanders. Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren. Kamala Harris. Joe Biden. Joe Biden. Oh, those Joe are probably... Biden. Okay. Those are probably the big four at this point. Makes sense. Okay. Okay. Adam, which ones did you closely match with? All right, I got a 98% match with Kamala Harris, Beto, and Mayor Pete. Wow. Wow. Yeah. This this makes me feel like the results are probably a little skewed, considering the fact that there's no way that those three individuals agree with each other 98%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe wow. they should just form one and take over the whole competition. You, wait, are you saying that the Democrats need to align themselves in order to beat Donald Trump? They don't need to. <laughs> they, don't need to they don't need to, but it would be a power move. It's, it's, like, okay. the, it's like the Avengers. Let me talk to them. <laughs> so Trump is Thanos? Thanos, yes. Instead of the okay. gauntlet, he just has the power of, of sexism and being a huge douche. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Zach, we're your, we're your top people. Joe Biden with 90%. Boom! 89% with John Delaney. Is that like John Mulaney? Mm, maybe. If he is, I'll vote for him. He's like the evolved form. Funny guy. <laughs> he's like funny, but he's politically funny. Yeah. That like, sounds so, like John Stewart or Stephen Colbert. Bam. Uh, Beto, what's his last name? O'Rourke. O'Rourke. And Tulsi Gabbard. 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 Yeah. So you got some big fish, some little fish as well. So the people that I closely aligned with was, it, I had 91% with Amy Klobuchar, um, Cory Booker, and Pete Buttigieg. So those were my top three. So if you know anything about what's happening right now is that we are all very significantly democratic. We're all very aligned with democratic principles generally, and that's probably pretty indicative of the demographic that we're from being uh, twenty or young 20-year-olds that, well, yeah. But what I'd really like to talk about is each of the main individual candidates, um, what they bring to the table, and what like, the overall goal is for this election. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to start by introducing, probably we're going to talk about Joe Biden, Pete Buttigieg, um, Kamala Harris, Nancy Warren, or Elizabeth Warren, sorry. Um, and that's probably about it. Hmm. So let's start with Joe Biden. What are your guys' thoughts? Um, nice guy. He had a good uh, relationship with Barack when he was vice president. Yeah. So I always liked that bromance. Yeah, lots nice of good memes. memes. Lots of good memes. It's true. The Joe, and, the Joe yeah. and Obama a couple of years ago. Probably like four years ago now. It's been a while. Those were always funny. Yeah. I mean, at the top of his... At the top of his uh, what, like characteristics says sense of humor. Uh, really? Interesting, huh? <laughs> Sounds like John Delaney, a.k.a. John Mulaney. Here we go. John Mulaney. So, so something come, has come up recently, um, and that is with Joe Biden's apparent um, very strange tendencies with how he greets women. And apparently oh. a lot of the young liberal Democrat media has turned against him because mm. apparently he, when he meets women compared to men in like public spaces, he grabs them and kind of like kisses them somewhat forcefully. Mm, I remember seeing that. 
I feel like that's more almost in like a creepy uncle kind of way than like a concerning way. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like how he is kind of like with children. Because I always see like videos of him with like little kids and I could see why that would be concerning because he's old too. Yeah. But then I feel like that's, not that that's an excuse, but it could tie into it because like things were different back then. When well, he was a yeah, kid. I, know, I know what you mean. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't read it as him having like sinister intentions, I guess. It's just, like, a little bit weird, and you should probably, like... <laughs> probably should just stop yeah. doing it. <laughs> probably just recognize it and, like, move on from it, but... Yeah. I, like, I haven't... Like, he doesn't have a history of anything, like... No. I so. think, I think to me, it's the biggest indicator of a very, very clear generation gap. Yeah. Like, he's, he's very much your kind of... I don't want to say token because they're still pretty common, but like older white male Democrat, right? Yeah. Kind of have this like air of austerity around him, like significantly more moderate, right? Like he's not like Pete Buttigieg on Twitter, right? They're very different from each other. Like a lot of times I think about it as like old Democrats and new Democrats, whereas like new Democrats are very like media oriented and like take to Twitter or to Instagram or other or Reddit to like look at political views. Whereas I feel like a lot of the older, more moderate Democrats are like newspapers, news, TV shows, reading the paper, watching like Fox News, MSNBC CSN, sort of thing. CNN, yeah. yeah. And they're like a lot of them are like probably more religious, um, probably more moderate stuff like that. So I think it's a clear kind of bridge between those two. Yeah, yeah it is interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's kind of strange. I don't know. I don't I don't think that Joe Biden should be counted out or looked down upon for that. Now, I feel like he should probably stop it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially if it really makes people uncomfortable. Like that's something that just as a human, you should probably just recognize. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm saying. Like, like it's yeah. I feel like somebody just needs to sit him down and be like, "Joe, like people don't like this." <laughs> yeah. I know you don't mean like bad by it, but just like please stop and he'll be, like, "Oh, yeah, that's my bad." I mean, I feel like, I mean, it sounds, I'm, now I'm starting to blow it out of proportion, but, you know, you, you got to be adaptable, right? You got yeah. to be able to adapt, and if, you know, maybe if it is a generation gap, you should be able to at least, you know, if people call you out on it, it's like, hey, okay, adapt, don't do it anymore, and just, yeah, I don't know. And I, I do feel like that's been very clearly seen, even in, like, moderate homophobic stuff. I just want to be clear that I'm not defending any homophobic com comments but you do find these situations where like these older individuals stuff gets dug up and like listen like just apologize it yeah like recognize you were wrong and like let's move on yeah no, that's that's true um so yeah. what i would like to talk about next is pete Buttigieg. so if he was elected he would be the first president of the cool last name yeah well obama apparently yeah. didn't count then well like that's cool but booted edge i can't even say that yeah so yeah that's true i think people would call him president pete yeah they probably would <laughs> i mean that's people nice call him barack though. barack quite a bit and i call donald trump usually donald yeah. that's usually as a way to talk down but Darn. anyway so pete Buttigieg edge is like 37 years old he's the mayor of south bend he is openly gay. He is a war veteran that I believe went to either Afghanistan or Iraq and served for about seven months there. 
Um, he's been pretty vocal on the different social media outlets, and he's got not necessarily like a cult following, but he's definitely one of the people that are rising. What do you guys think? Are we in on Pete? Well, apparently I only disagree with him on 2% of things, so... Well, you wow. see what Guess he's you got my vote. If he wasn't in a relationship, maybe you could... Maybe make my move. So, <laughs> make your move. I, th first, I think that's the, first man, first the biggest, question. like... This is going to sound funny, but that's like the biggest issue of him becoming president, I would yeah. say. Is the fact that he's openly gay, I think is the biggest detriment. Not because... You agree, but you're not, just saying that you could see that being an issue. I'm just saying people will vote against that yeah. rather than they would vote for someone. My, I guess my worry is that like I don't feel like I think moderate Democrats wouldn't, but I do think that moderate Republicans Absolutely. that like someone could swing, and you usually need to swing some of them, mm -hmm. would see that as an automatic X. Exactly. Yeah. There's no. Yeah. I mean, a lot of Republicans. It's just. Yeah, de it's demonized, right? A good portion of our country is still very homophobic, which just makes it that much harder. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, listen, Obama did it. I mean, As obviously he wasn't gay, but... It's like, wait, Obama's but gay? No. <laughs> Michelle, you've been lied to. <laughs> no, Obama, but, get down. But clearly you can overcome minority status. Yeah. Because I think, didn't, didn't even Mitt Romney get a bad rep just for being Mormon? Oh, yeah. And, I, yeah, and he, he was Republican, too. And I yeah. think he was de demonized. Well, I guess maybe he was demonized more by the left. Well... Because of that, I don't know. So, he was demonized in, like, the Republican primary because you had idiots like Ted Cruz that got on their high horse about evangelical stuff. Mm. It's just stuff like that. I mean, in the primaries, everyone turns on each other. Which is another issue that's likely going to happen in this Democratic race. Um, but, yeah. So, the next person, Elizabeth Warren. So she generally pretty well respected among Democrats, pretty established. The most recent controversy coming up with her is that apparently she claimed, or not necessarily claimed, but had some indication of a minority status as being Native American. Oh, that was her? Yeah, so this was yeah. called out by Donald Trump, and he called her Pocahontas multiple oh, times. I heard about that. I didn't know that was her, though. Yeah, so what happened is Donald Trump went on air and literally said, Elizabeth Warren, if you Oof. can take a DNA test and prove that you have any percentage of Native American blood, I'll give you a million dollars. So she did, and she made this whole video about it, basically saying, like, like, I do have this percentage. Obviously, it's extremely small. Like, I'm not claiming to be Native American, nor, like, the benefits of it, but, like, I am claiming it's part of, like, my family's story. Thoughts? Did she get a million dollars? I don't think so. Doubt it. Yeah. Well, why was she like, saying that? Was she saying, like, I understand them and I s sympathize with them? Or... I definitely am not an expert. My assumption is that I think that she is pretty sympathetic to Native American um, problems and concerns. And I think that she feels like she can not necessarily relate to it, but she has, like, skin in the game, I suppose. Because she understands of, it a bit more than others. Yeah, because of. she has some sort of ancestry involved which we all probably do at some extent not to discount your views elizabeth or, yeah elizabeth warren but who's nancy warren you said that earlier too. <laughs> yeah i don't think nancy warren's anyone i'm just getting old <laughs> white woman names mixed up shout Sorry. out to nancy warren actually <laughs> <laughs> okay so i feel like well I'll, i mean in that situation it's kind of tricky because it's like I don't know. I mean, it's it almost it almost the way I I know what she's saying, but it almost feels like she's saying because 
that she's directly related to them, even if it's a tiny percentage, that, like, their opinion, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a good thing to say, I guess, but, like, those of us who may not have skin in the game, it makes it sound like we, we don't have the capacity to care as much about Native, in Native American problems. I feel like that a little bit, but I get what she's saying, I guess, but... Yeah, I I think it's a I think it's a absolutely great like it's a huge issue that's overlooked like reservations and yeah I mean I don't know much about yeah. it I just know it's pretty it's kind of like a hell <clears throat> like a hellhole. I respect that she is backing him up, but I don't know if she is like saying well I have you know Native American in my blood that and like so I you know understand their problems more. I mean she's not saying that explicitly, but if that's what she's trying to get us even in the slightest. I feel like it was unnecessary to even let anybody know that... To bring it up, yeah. You no, could just be very sympathetic towards them, and then that's it. it. Yeah, it just seems redundant, or I guess not important. For those listeners who don't know, she's very, very clearly white. Yeah. Like, there's no indication that she's anything other than just white. Um, but yes, I think something that's important, too, is I feel like... I feel like in the same way that Donald Trump kind of, like, broke down Hillary Clinton, kind of just, like made fun of her, I feel like the exact same thing would happen if it was Elizabeth Warren versus Donald Trump. Like, I feel like he would just rail on the Native American thing over and over again. Hmm. That is interesting. I mean, yeah. And, it, like, in just, like, in the one-on-one debate, in one-on-one debate. Yeah. 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 And, I mean, Trump, I don't think, respects women, nor women yeah. that he is having to run against. He's very fiery. Not yeah. in a good way. Speaks down. I feel yeah. like he very much spoke down to Hillary Clinton. Spoke yeah. down and spoke over and just very, you know, aggressive in that manner, I think. Yeah. And I think that's not even necessarily just because it was a woman. I think it's probably added to it because, but also just because he's a dick. So. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, the, the question is, is the answer to that, do we need, like, a, a fiery Democrat not not to talk down on people, but someone to stand up. Not yeah, just to not only just stand up for themselves, but like really just yeah, you know, go go at him. I don't know. I don't really know, but I, some interesting of the, to think about. Some of the people that I've talked to, they some of the individuals that I've talked to tend to think that like the best shot for the Democratic candidate to win is going to be a white man who basically can stand up to Trump and has, like, equal footing as far as, like, I suppose, privilege and just, like, how he stands in regard to, like, the nation. Yeah. But basically has, like, austerity and, like, age and oldness, right? Someone that can't be talked down to, or at least yeah. that Trump won't try to as much. So basically just Biden or Bernie? Biden or Bernie. And that that's a great segue, Adam. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Zach, what are your thoughts on Bernie? Why? Because I scored highest in the socialist <laughs> genre. Maybe. Would you say that you feel the genre? Burn? No. Really. <laughs> me, and, me and Zach did attend a Bernie rally though one time. Yeah. Ooh. Really? We did. How old were you getting when Just then? Seventeen. Uh, Probably seventeen. Yeah, seventeen. Yeah, and I got like so close to him, but I didn't even listen to a word of his speech because I accidentally <laughs> left, and then the fire marshals told us that it was too many people in there and we couldn't go back in. Yeah. So I didn't hear anything that he said. But no, I don't really care about Bernie Sanders. All of this sounds like you're anti-Semitic. Mm, Is that true? Use another word, please. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it means you're against Jews. Against Jews? Isn't Bernie a Jew? I don't know. 
maybe. No, I'm not against Jews. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> well, I'm not. <laughs> Get not out there. That's like a joke people always use in anyone that contradicts Ben Shapiro. Oh, so you're against Jews. Like, no, Ben Shapiro is just an idiot. Um, what, Ashton, could you verify if Bernie's Jewish? I'm on it. Because if I'm wrong, I'm going to feel very embarrassed. I just opened a new tab, and I can verify that 1992 Andrew Yang was looking <laughs> was featured in streetwear of 2019. And so, Ooh. that's all I need to say. Wait, Bernie Sanders, is he Jewish? <laughs> yeah. Um, Look up Bernie Sanders' religion. Then it's a, you're not giving them any keywords. Oh. Any unnecessary keywords. <laughs> not that, never mind. His father was a Jewish immigrant. So. His mother was born to Jewish parents. So he's so. at least so he racially and ethnically Jewish. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He might not be Orthodox, but he might more be, so he Jewish than like, the amount well, of Elizabeth Warren is <laughs> <laughs> Native American. So you're saying that we should vote so, for Bernie over Elizabeth Warren. If you're voting in that sense, who's Native American versus who's Jewish. If you're a Jewish person, you're getting a Jewish representative. Exactly. Okay, so what I want to know is, does anyone here think that Bernie has a chance of winning? I do. I honestly think Bernie would have won if he had gotten the nomination as opposed to Hillary. Mm, you know, I'm gonna say no, but he, he I wouldn't be surprised if he made it far. If no. not as far he, as he did in the previous election, farther, further. I feel like maybe, mm, but I don't think he could take the take the vote completely. I don't. Know. I th I feel like. I don't know that much about politics, but I feel like Bernie would... I think he has the best shot, just in the sense of... Well, I mean, like, you know, we said Biden or Bernie, right? Because at the, I feel like at this point, we just need to get Donald Trump out of office, right? For this term, and then go from there. Yeah. We, we need our best shot, at least, to get him out of office. And I don't think our nation is progressive enough to vote for a woman into president yet, or into presidency. Maybe I'm wrong, though. So, I guess, I mean, last year's vote, or last... Elections no. vote was close. Well, but I feel it like also people would defend it. I feel like that, you know, it's one of those things like being openly gay, it's just like, it's an X for some people. Yeah. So here's, here's my immediate pushback Hillary Clinton won the popular vote. It's true. So she technically had more votes than Donald Trump. So I'm going to push back and say that definitely a woman can win that being said i think a woman is at a disadvantage against trump yes because of if, the way he talks yes. and like argues with women yeah, yeah i was gonna say if it's the the popular vote versus the electoral vote i could see bernie winning the popular but maybe not the electoral yeah like a repeat kind of yeah. last election so something that happened last year or not last year, four years ago. <laughs> what happened four years ago is Bernie ran, him and Hillary got pretty um, heated. Bernie and Hillary were truly very different candidates, almost in the way that, like, like Trump and Hillary are. Like, very, yeah. very view different viewpoints. It's true. Um, but Bernie kind of alienated a lot of... Not necessarily alienated, but he took a lot of people with him that yeah. were somewhat radical or just socialist. Yeah. And then when it came down to it, a lot of those individuals couldn't, like, back Hillary Clinton. And a lot of people feel like that affected the race. Hmm. That Bernie actually detracted from the Democratic nomination winning. That would be interesting. It's kind of like, I mean, as childish as it is, you know, 
like a like a playoff series where Bern, you go up, Bernie goes up against Hillary, and then you kind of want to see the team who beat your team go down, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying that's you know a good mentality, but I imagine maybe part of that if or you were so just like if you were so yeah I'm gonna take my ball and go home like lose <laughs> at the park. <laughs> yeah, it's like if you're so hardcore Bernie, you just you know you're rooting against Hillary, and then once Hillary wins, where do you stand? Maybe yeah. maybe they had a little bit of an identity crisis then. <clears throat> yeah, I think a lot of people just want to vote for someone that's radical, period. Yeah, that's true. And I actually, I believe that like, a lot of people that probably voted for Bernie because he was radical immediately were like, Hillary, nah, Trump, pretty radical. Yeah. Let's vote for him. That's the thing, I think Bernie, like, as far as like a debate stage would go, is the best matchup against a Trump type. Just I agree, I think. He can be just as like you know, fired up and radical. Yeah. Just on the other end of the spectrum. Okay, so before we go any further, I am going to call my buddy, our buddy, Tanner Thompson. Tanner is significantly more conservative than all of us here, and I wanted to get a perspective on who he wants to vote for for the president. So we're going to call him and put him on speaker, and we will hear his opinion. Hey, uh, we just want to know what your choice for the presidential election is right now. Um, Howard Schultz. Okay, what's your reasoning? Um, I feel like he's someone who can keep our politics from being so polarized, especially with how polarized our politics are these days. Um, He's kind of a moderate guy, economically conservative, but socially uh, kind of progressive. Um, I think he, he'll be responsible with the national deficit. And that's something that I worry a lot about. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I think like he's kind of the guy who has the mindset to be responsible with, with necessary budget cuts. Um, I feel like he'll cause greater compromise within our two parties and I think less polarization in our politics means more conversation and better ideas being passed as politics. So how do you think him being the previous CEO of Starbucks would help him as the president? Kind of like I said, a business mindset of, I think especially with the national deficit and just economic policies as a whole, I think we're just spending too much as a country. And I think he knows uh, places where money isn't needed. I think he can make those budget cuts appropriately. Okay. Okay. Well, we just wanted to get a contrary or different opinion because we are all very much somewhat of the same ideology. Yeah. So. And what's that? And what's that? Uh, millennial dang liberals. Just kidding. <laughs> we're 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 all pretty self-effacing in that way. We're not. None of us are really on the bandwagon of media politics. I don't think, but. We're definitely all very yeah. democratic, but yeah. um, and I think he's—I think he's the guy that can bridge the gap between that and our politics is the kind of the way that the media portrays politics, even just less polarization overall. Okay, all right. Well, see you at work tomorrow. Thanks. All right. Okay. See, see you, ya. dude. 
So Howard Schultz was the CEO of Starbucks. Interesting. Hmm. And he has announced that he may run as an independent. Hmm. Very interesting. I kind of, I mean, I honestly, if I had to put myself on a scale, that's probably where I'd put myself is, is what he said, like, socially progressive. Economically, I, can't, I feel like I go both ways. Uh, it just depends on, I guess, the issue, but... Yeah, I mean, I don't know anything about Howard Schultz, but just that mindset, I feel like I agree with. Yeah, I think... So Starbucks is kind of a model company in a couple ways. I think the first is that they're notorious... Well, I guess notorious is a bad word. They are... Um, they treat their employees really well, mm. and they provide college assistance for employees to work with them, and they provide, like... Um, just ways to move up in the company and to like, if you work hard, you can move up and get more benefits as well as like Starbucks is also very conscientious about how they get their coffee, right? They try to have it be ethically sourced and they also like use like lots of recycled goods. They make like, they're very conscientious about the environment and just about like business ethics. Hmm. So that's something that I think is really interesting. That is good. Hmm. Yeah, those are all important points. You know, environmentally friendly, having it be, you know, the source is good. I mean, those are all good things to have in a government, right? Everything you mentioned is, is a good is a good way for to have in a government. I don't, I mean, obviously, it's coffee and government. It's two completely different things, but well, at least the values and the morals, right? Okay, American runs on Dunkin'. Okay, okay there not we go. Starbucks. You think Donald Trump is going to work without his cup of joe? Doubt it. He's not drinking alcohol, so what else is he drinking? Sprite? Hopefully water. I want a president who drinks water. <laughs> really? I want yeah, a hydrated only president. Only water. Does he not drink water? Who? Donald Trump. Probably I don't know. Probably, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. He, his diet consists of mostly fast food, so I'd be surprised if yeah. he drinks heavy amounts of water. Mm. He doesn't seem like the person. He feels like a person that would drink heavy amounts of Coca-Cola. Not Diet Coke. Mm. Coca-Cola. But he doesn't venture out into the other Coke flavors. No. Not like orange Coke? No way. Orange no. Like his, the feistiest he get is with feisty cherry Coke. Mm -hmm. But that's like, like my dad. special occasion. <laughs> Dave? Dave loves his feisty cherry Coke. Well, conservatives do. Yeah. You know? Understandable. It's a common thread. So. Oh, I was going to say, I like uh, Michael Bloomberg too. Who is that? Is that the he's, New York City guy? Yeah, he's the New York City you guy. Up here. I mean, he's a man of many names, really. But uh, he. I feel like he was, was he the governor or the mayor of New York? I think he's the mayor of New York City. Okay, well, uh, I like him because I think that he's been mayor for quite some time. <laughs> and <laughs> I guess it's almost comforting as an American to know that he was the mayor during 9-11. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Know? And, like, he just stuck through it. And he's like, yeah, America. But also, he, I don't know if it was that recently, but he did a ban on any soda over 16 ounces in New York City. <coughs> it's illegal to sell it. Really? Yeah. That's because he's cool. like, soda makes people so fat, and the New Yorkers are so fat, and they drink so much soda, that I'm just going to put a ban on this. And like, so it's, a, it, yeah, over 16 ounces. No way. Not in New York. Uh, so I'm like, like, nice. He's yeah. making moves. That is, those are cool moves. I like those moves, actually. Different, but... You know who doesn't like those moves? Probably a lot of people. A lot people. of Utahns. Probably everyone across demographics Well, maybe you like wouldn't that. make a national. Well, well no. sometimes the, the changes that, well. that need to be made aren't ones that are likable. He, here's the truth, is he actually works for a company that only produces 
16 ounce sodas. <laughs> that would be crazy. What were you going to say before I interrupted you? No, Zach. Your oh, comments are always fun. appreciated. Yeah. Um, so I guess what's the what's the conclusion here? Well, let's have everyone say who they'd vote for. Everyone give your one and one option and number two option right now. One option and two option. Let me go back to the list here. Mm-hmm. What does the list say I have to vote for? <laughs> I mean, well, so the big four: Bernie, Joe, Elizabeth, and Cam- Kamala. Kamala. Kamala Harris. We didn't really Kamala. talk about her, Pete. but. And, oh, Pete, that's right. Well, maybe I don't think he'll win, but he does have a lot of momentum. I feel like, yeah. But anyway, just everyone give your top one and top two who you'd vote for. Not regarding these lists. This was just yeah, jumping yeah. But just like point. as far as voting. Yeah. Um, Who'd you vote for right now? Um, probably, honestly, Biden one, Bernie two. Shout out to Beto. Three? For honorable mention. Okay. Yeah, I I don't know between Biden or Bernie, but I feel like they'd be my one and two. Um, with a shout out with to Pete. Okay, Zach. <laughs> well, I maybe would like Biden, but at the same time, I don't know how he would be as a president. Yeah, yeah. he was a good vice president, but they're very different roles. I think. You know, it's so. not. You know, it's not a different role though. Is the mayor of New York? But <laughs> it's kind of the same thing. Okay, keep going. New York's a big city, dude. Yeah. So it's a big city. It's almost as big as the U.S. So yeah. It's bigger than Utah. Yeah, bam. Okay, so what's your answer? Um, Biden is number two. Number one... I don't know yet. So wait, I have Biden I, be one then? No, no, no. He's number two. I don't want to see him win. Oh. Well, it's not that I don't want to, but I know he, he won't. You'd rather see someone else. I, do, I, I don't think it. I don't want to say I highly doubt it. But I, I wouldn't be surprised one single bit. I would say, I told you so, when he doesn't win. Okay. So my, my number one and two is one, Pete Buttigieg, and two, Biden. That's my one and two. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like Bernie had that, the whole free college thing, which is kind of, I don't know. I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan of it all at all. And I feel like that that is kind of a stain. It's that very people, people will always hold it against him that, you know, like, if they don't want to vote for him, they'll be like, free college is dumb, and he's a socialist, or something like that. Something along those lines. I don't know. I feel like that's kind of a one thing that would ref- have me refrain from, you know, having my vote. Well, it reminds us that he is not a normal Democrat. He's, he's yeah, a socialist he was, Democrat. He was radical, for like sure. He, most, I don't think most moderate, normal Democrats are for completely free college. I'm definitely not. Yeah. But. I think that there's going to be at least two candidates that have yet to announce that they're running that unveil themselves. Are you talking about Ben Shapiro? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Are you, do you have insider information? I don't even know who that guy is. Ben Shapiro? (laughs) No, I just know the name. Well, don't maybe he's a him. podcast guy. I don't really know. Just kidding. Uh, he's, some people like him. Anyway, he's, he's but I think yeah, but I think that somebody is going to be like, hey, wait a second, I have some good ideas. I'm going to run for president. Michelle Obama. Maybe. Hey, maybe. So okay, let's say let's she say she does not have my vote because she changed the vending machines though. That mm-hmm. was rough. So no. My thanks, little Michelle. sister is like, she's very hurt that Michelle Obama destroyed school lunch. She like she really internalized it, and I think she kind of holds it against the whole administration. <laughs> so that's rough. Everyone, give give us one fun vote 
you had to vote for a celebrity right now, who would it be? If you had to actually throw out a vote for a celebrity. Mm -hmm. I mean... Or just a person. John Mulaney, the comedian, <laughs> because it would just like throw off everyone. Like John Delaney and Mulaney. <laughs> too similar. I I mean, I don't know if this counts, but I, I like I like Michael Bloom. I like Michael Bloom, the, the moves that he's making. Yeah, the soda. The sodas that he's taking away. Hydro homies. <laughs> Hydro homies, hey. You, you know. know. Hey. I know. That sounds like hide your homies. No. Nah, it sounds like homies. an anti-black For all, those, uh, all you fellas out there who like to drink water as much as we do. Hit us up. <laughs> you, know what, you know what night water is? <laughs> How water just tastes so good at nighttime? Night That's what the hydro homies are about. Sounds like a Reddit thing. It is. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's a hydro homie thing. Yeah, it's true. Okay, mm -hmm. Adam, what's your what's your one? I mean, Ashton briefly mentioned it, but I mean, Kanye did say he was running at some point, and I think, you know, I would not want to see him win just because it'd be a disaster. But I would like to see him run but absolutely. I, if he got on a debate stage, that oh, would, that would be a point on television. That would be that would be pinnacle. Yeah, I'd pay like HBO to see that. Oh, yeah, I'd pay a, sub a monthly readings, subscription. We would, we would host an outdoor, you know, projector watch, oh, watch party. I would. I would at least in so. two locations. Oh, yeah. You oh, know, yeah. the Kanye's erratic nature would be, I'm not sure, worse than Trump's erratic nature, but probably just as bad. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I wouldn't want him to win, but I would love the entertainment factor of him. You know, I would here, here's, throw on some punches out there. Here's what I would love is him to come out with an album that's all about his bid for the presidency. <laughs> like several of them are diss tracks. But like, what happens like a year later, after the fact? That's then when it's he erotic. finally releases Yandi. Okay, then he releases <laughs> Yandi. Okay. All right, we've talked too long. Let's end this podcast. We'll try to be back sooner than we were this time. Thanks for listening and vote for Pete. They really should have like celebrities on like. You know, it's like Hillary, Donald Trump, and Just like Ben Stiller. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. but what about this? And like, he doesn't. Have, they don't have to be very it's educated wild in politics. Card. Yeah, I like that. It just kind of tosses it up. It gets like a third party in there, unaffiliated. Here yeah, we go. Maybe. You know, here, here's my issue. <laughs> a lot of Hollywood is generally very liberal. Okay, maybe like both sides of the spectrum then. So you get so like you the one conservative stars. like. You just get Jim Carrey out there with Jim his existentialism. Just kidding. Actually, don't don't give Jim Carrey a platform. Let's take let's, it back. let's give Jim Carrey to play a conservative person in a debate. Oh, That's what we'll do. Or have Stephen Colbert just do that. That would be funny. Hmm. Well, anyway, these are all great ideas. I'm gonna go ahead and hit the pause button, baby. Okay. See you next time. Better. Better.